Welcome to the latest podcast from the Plastic Surgery Journal Club. Each month we review and appraise a journal article from PRS and summarise it for you in this short podcast. The full paper can be obtained from the PRS Journal website. Hi, this is Dr. Damien Marucci and Dr. Mark Rahman coming to you from Sydney, Australia with the June 2016 Plastic Surgery Journal Club podcast. The next paper we looked at was also from June 2016, uh, the current PRS, the Design for Natural Breast Augmentation, the ICE Principle. This is by uh, Drs. Malucci and Brantford uh, in London. Um, So this follows on from previous work by uh, Dr. Pat Malucci where he has analysed the um, dimensions of the perfect breast, coming up with the 45-55 ratio, the idea of the lower pole, uh, convexity and the uh, an upper, a straight upper pole and this is talking about how they aim to design their natural breast augmentation so um, would you like to talk about what this paper how they summarize their their surgical technique yeah so um, this is a, it's a very um, straightforward and well described uh, technique um, where they uh, describe the principle, the ICE principle. So ICE stands for I is the implant, C is capacity, and E is excess. Um, essentially, um, the implant or the I for implant relates to half the implant height. Um, the capacity uh, is the distance from the nipple to the IMF under stretch. Um, and so the rate, the formula they come up with is is that I minus C equals E. Um, so, so just in terms of the eye part, the implant height is exactly 50% if it's an anatomical implant and then it's slightly more, I think it's 55% uh, if it's a round implant. That, that's they, right. Yeah. They add that to the projection of the implant and then that becomes their eye number, subtract C and that gives you the excess and that shows you how far you need to lower the inframammary fold well, when yeah. you're uh, performing a breast augmentation in order to end up with the 55-45 ratio and also to end up with the um, inframammary fold scar being exactly in the inframammary fold. Um, yeah, that's, it's exactly. And I think that's, um, you know, a lot of techniques that have been described uh, um, are, are trying to achieve that, getting the, getting the final scar in the right place. Um, so um, the the nice thing about this paper, unlike unlike other papers describing similar techniques, is that they they validate their results with uh, a fifty consecutive patient um, follow up. So they look at fifty consecutive patients undergoing breast augmentation through IMF incisions, follow them all up, analyze them with standardized photograph uh, techniques and uh, and standardized measurements. Um, uh, and their the, their results are, are very impressive. Certainly. Comparing pre-operative and post-operative results, the the range of um, of differences is much narrower. So they seem to be getting very consistent um, results with their technique. Um, uh, and the, and the, 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 their measures were looking at a whole range of things, but specifically focusing on the uh, on, on the measures of um, of the ideal breast characteristics, which they previously described. Okay. So uh, what what did people think think about this paper? Yeah, I think we all, we, we all thought it was a very good paper. The, um, the one thing which um, we weren't clear on uh, 
uh, and maybe just because we didn't understand it or wasn't wasn't specified clearly was the how the accuracy of the IMF incision placement was cal calculated. They quote an accuracy of 99.7 and 99.6 percent, uh, which is very impressive. Uh, we just weren't sure how how that was worked out. In the sense that before that they said it was presently 42 out of 50 and then 30 out of 50 and then the next line it says accuracy 99.7 and 99.6. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, also, obviously, there's an element of um, uh, bias. There was, there was no blinding in terms of the assessment of the images which were look at, looked at in, in Photoshop. So yes. um, there was no uh, uh, external assessment um, of, the, uh, of the measurements which were done on, on Photoshop. Yeah. That of itself... Uh, neither here nor there, but just sort of something to mention. Um, yep. uh, but uh, there was uh, finally, it did also mention that you could reverse, uh, you could use the measurements in reverse in order to calculate what implant projection you desired if you didn't want to adjust the inframammary fold because exactly, you're worried yeah. about getting a double bubble or you thought the Yeah, the fold, so it, and yeah. It, it's a very simple formula. It's a, it's the I minus C equals E. And so if you want, the excess is describing how far you want to move the inframammary fold. If you don't want to move it, E is zero and you can work it out in reverse. So yeah. it's quite, uh, it's an elegant uh, method. The, the, yeah. the other thing which um, I, I, I thought about the paper was, I mean, it, it's a really simple and uh, straightforward method to use. I just don't quite get how it works mathematically. Um, it obviously does work because the results are validated nicely, but I don't yeah, why quite, should, quite get my head around yeah, why, why it does work. Why should 50% of the yeah. height, yeah. as opposed to like the arc length or something yeah. like that, which yeah. is given to you, uh, there's one of the major breast implant manufacturers which actually Gives tells you, you what the arc length is from yeah, the, yeah. you know, sort of the maximum projection point down to, uh, down to the fold. It was certainly very different to other uh, tissue-based dimensions, like Tebatai 5 where you're doing a soft tissue stretch, a soft tissue pinch, um, all those kinds of measurements, whereas this is not looking at the innate characteristics of the patient's soft tissues. Um, so it's certainly very different from that point of view as well. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more of our podcasts, head to soundcloud.com or subscribe to us on iTunes and search Plastic Surgery Journals. Remember to like us on Sitting Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks also to the PRS Journal team for their